Welcome again to Bad Thought Therapy. I'm Sheree Hardy. It's such a pleasure to have the grace that God has given me to be able to share, just share a little bit. And um, lately he has put on my mind to talk about creation, to create the ability that we're born with to create. And so much of our life depends on what we think. And if we think that we're powerless and we think we can't do anything we are just impotent and we're we are totally hopeless we won't do anything we won't transform we won't change and it is our thinking um that is the first step it's like a seed and we have to water that seed with other things we have to water it with action we have to water it with encouragement we have to water it with affirmation we have to water it with information we have to get the knowledge that we need but we all have certain gifts and one of the gifts that everybody has one of them is choice and I've talked about that before but the other one is the ability to create now we all can create different things different levels but we have that ability and I just want to say that I cannot reiterate that enough that you have the ability to create love in your life. Love is something that you can create. Joy is something you can create. Peace, oh my goodness, I feel like peace is the greatest blessing from God. You can create peace. You can determine that you want peace and you can create it and it's about you first believing that and then seeking out the information about what actions you need to take to be able to create the things you want to see in your life. You need to be able to create, create. You have the ability to create. What is it that you want to have? Joy, peace, love. And I'm mentioning these things because I think before we get some of the tangibles that we want, some of the material things that we want, I think having the intangibles first is most important to help us to stay sane and whole and grounded when we do get the material things that we think we want because we don't want material things to have us. God wants to bless us, but he doesn't want those things to have us. And so I I really believe that's why so many people, they have money and they're still miserable. They have their health and they're still hopeless. They have um, potential, but they still are powerless. And it's because they don't realize that they have the ability to create what they want. And some things, no, we may not be able to create. You know, some things you... You know, there are things that maybe only God can create and only God can give us, but there are some things we can create and you must believe that. I was, um, I think everybody, the nation is sort of reflecting on the Carly Russell story and it's, um, it's heartbreaking. I'm, I'm going to admit it's really heartbreaking and I feel a lot of sadness and I feel sadness for her and I feel sadness for the people 
love her because I believe at the heart of it is this young lady wanted a life that she didn't have. And she didn't know how to create the life that she wanted in a way that was constructive, that was positive, that was nurturing, that was safe. And so in her effort to just feeling hopeless, really, I think sometimes we feel, and I mentioned this in another episode, um, we feel like we're stuck between a rock and a hard place. We feel like our backs are against the wall and we don't know what to do. And for those of us who've lived a little longer, because I'm almost 60, I rely on my faith. I rely on my faith in something that is great, greater than myself, the most high God, the one who made the sun, the sun, the moon, the stars, trillions and times, trillions, times, trillions of stars, the one that made it all. I rely on that supernatural being. And I'm, I'm connected to him. I refer to him as a him. You know, I know some people get a little controversial about that. But, um, and, and he hears and he guides me and he's real. And I believe he can be real for anyone. And it's about believing. And what happens is we change our focus. We Instead of focusing on him and having faith, we focus on our fears. We focus on our failures. We focus on our fallings, our shortcomings, our faults. And and when we focus on him, what he teaches us, he teaches us ways to create. He shows us things we could never imagine or think. And the beautiful thing about creation, when you're creating something, there is a natural high that goes along with creating something that is in your gift, you know, to create, but that is a part of your purpose to create. And there's a high that goes with that. And it is, it fills you, it fulfills you, it fills you and fulfills you. And it encourages you and it gives you hope. And then when, whatever we create, it is to create for good. You know, if you, if you want to determine what your life is going to be like, then you create it. You create whatever that is. And, um, and what, what happens is it feels so good because in us, innately, we are supposed to create. We were made to create. That's what we were made to do. And different people create different things. But I just want to put this out here, and I have to, I'm going to be emphasizing this in many episodes because I was led by God to share that you can create it. You know, creating sometimes is not easy because creating is knowing what to gain and knowing what to let go of. Sometimes you cannot have peace unless you let go of certain things and let go of certain people. And I always say when you do that, you have to do that with love. It's not with bitterness. Because a lot of people think if I choose not to talk to a person, it's an indication that I'm bitter or I'm you know, angry. No, it's because for self-preservation's sake, I will love that person. But I will love that person with a long-handled spoon. I will love that person from a distance. I will love that person, and that person will be in the balcony. But that person can't have VIP status because relationships require mutual respect. They require that. That is a that is a that is a non-negotiable. And if 
being in a relationship with them is going to create chaos because they don't really want to be in a relationship. They want to control me or they want to use me as a punching bag or they want to use me as a doormat. And I can't have peace in my life. I can't have joy. I can't have happiness. And I can't produce. Listen to me, ladies and gentlemen. I cannot produce and I cannot create with that toxicity. And I'm going to let them go. And I'm going to tell you something. I was in a conversation recently. And um, and it's, it's just powerful. When you do let people go, toxic, negative people go, you're able to create more. Because sometimes that is what's stopping you from being able to create. But you have the ability to create. We have the ability to create. And it, sometimes it's on a small scale. You have, to, you have to start somewhere. I'm a person, one of those people, I don't, I'm not just a thinker, but I'm also a doer. Like, I'll just start with what I have, you know. So what inspired me to really do this, I was... Um, I was just thinking about my business and I, I, you all know my story, educator, 30 years, over 30 years, always had a dream of having a bookstore. I love books, love literacy, love learning, all of that. I'm nerd, all those things. And I had this dream of opening a bookstore, got a chance to open it. Um, We struggled with the finances and it was hard because I had worked so hard to get to the point to get to the bookstore that we got the bookstore. It was a struggle um, to main, and I said this, you know, with love, we made a lot of great memories. We made some beautiful memories. We were impactful. We were successful. But we just didn't make enough money. And it's just that plain and simple uh, to be candid with you. And so as I, this summer, uh, you know, I went back to teaching. The business closed. Two days later, I was in a classroom again. Praise God for his grace and his mercy. And I was able to, you know, at least pay my bills and and get back into the rhythm of things. And so um, but this summer I had, you know, I could have taught, I could have done some stuff, but I I needed to take time to grieve and I needed to take time to work through the loss and all my emotions that went with that loss. Because when we lose, um, it doesn't matter to the person or thing or whatever, it is, is a lot of pain involved. And for me, that was like a baby, you know, that was my... Um, baby and I'd given birth and you know and I and I thought that it would keep growing and growing and it didn't so as I began to pray and began to purge out certain emotions and identify what I was really feeling because one of the things that I hadn't dealt with is my embarrassment because when you fail it's one thing if you slip and fall in your house and nobody sees it it's another thing when you fall or you fail in front of people because you know, I'm posting all about my business on my social media pages, you know, and we're looking like we're, we're, we're really doing well. And we were, we were successful, but we didn't look like we were struggling the way we were financially. Because who's going to post all that? Whoa, it's me. You know, we not, we don't have no money to pay our bills. Nobody does that. And so as God began to, you know, deal with me, he showed me something that I always wanted to do. Even when we had the store, I want it because I'm an advocate for education and I believe that education can be a great equalizer. And I'm I'm a person that also believes in representation. I believe that our children, you know, because I'm an educator, there's certain things that our children need to see that they're just not seeing enough of. And so when I actually, when they had the store, one of the goals that I want to do is work on our YouTube channel. I wanted to build it and, you know, have some great stuff on there for parents, for teachers, 
for just everybody, especially for children. They can see themselves, they can have fun, they can learn, and they can learn things that, you know, how many schools are teaching in elementary school, you know, marine animals? You know, I'm a nerd. I'm a science freak. People don't know that I'm a nerd. My daughter tell you, though. She'll tell you. I am an absolute nerd. So how many people are doing that? Well, I got to create that. You know, and how many people are teaching the alphabet where there's representation? So God showed me, hey, you can do it now. You know, I have given you the space to keep your business going in a different way. Now, do I miss my business? Oh, yes. God knows I do. I miss the interaction with the people. I just miss the sights and sounds. I miss the energy. I met so many amazing people. There's a world out there that if you're just on Twitter or you just, you know, you're this person, you're this writer about all the problems in the world, but you're not really dealing with the people with the problems. You don't see them every day. You have a whole different perspective of life. My life was enriched by meeting people, so many people from all walks of life. And I met people that people write about when they're writing about statistics and writing about all these negative things because I was in the heart of the hood. I was in the community, baby. And that's where I wanted to be because that's what we needed the most. You know, we need to be there for the least of these. And I was trying to do that. And there were some beautiful moments and there were some painful moments. And I missed that because I learned so much from those people. Um, and some of their stories, I, I got to go back and find all my notebooks because I, what I was supposed to do is... I was, that's when I started Bad Thought Therapy. That's how I started. I was like, you know, I'm going to talk, I'm going to do it in a podcast, I'm going to interview these people, I'm going to, you know, just share their stories because they're the kind of stories that most people don't know about. And I'm glad to know that more people are sharing now because of platforms like YouTube. And so um, I had, you know, God told me you can create. I missed that part of my business, but you have to create a different way. And that's what we have to do. And that's what I wish Carly Russell had known is that you can create. You might feel like you're stuck. You might feel like, you know, this job doesn't pay a lot. I don't I don't know how to pay my bills. Maybe she was living at home. She didn't she didn't make enough money to live independently because I understand she was working, but I think she was in school. I don't know everything, but I'm just saying you have the power to create. And what you do is you take the tools that you have now. You take the tools that you have been given and you use the tools that you have in the best way possible and God you know it's so interesting when I first started to work on our YouTube channel I was doing it I was making these videos but I was using you know a certain kind of computer and it the sound quality was horrible so God said you know why don't you try to go another computer and God had blessed me with another computer and so I said, let me just try this. And guess what? It, it Everything changed. So the sound quality was 10 times better. I could go back and redo the videos. We mastered them. <laughs> Got all technical. But my point is that things improve and I'm learning a lot. I'm still learning more. But my point is this. You have to take your passions and you have to understand you have the ability to create. And that's, that's, that's just a message that I want to get out there because if you believe that you'll start and don't delay it, Start somewhere. Start small. If you feel stuck, the first thing, is, and I think the most important thing is, is, is this is what I did. This was my journey, is I went to the Most High God. And I asked God to help me, and I asked God to show me what to do. And I didn't want to give up my business completely because, see, when I teach, 
one of the reasons why I got a store because I didn't like the idea of being a full-time teacher and a full-time business owner and it was wearing me out and I had to choose one because you know that one is going to suffer you just it's hard to do two different things on a high level of excellence I I know for me personally now some people out there y'all work yourselves I can't do it so that's why I wanted the business because I was trying to manage two things and it was overwhelming and my passions were leaning towards my business because what happens is it gave me a lot of freedom to be able to still teach and to create in a different way and again but it just didn't again it made the good memories but I didn't make the money so the point is is that you have to start where you are you have to do what you can but you have to start to create means you have to no matter what you're doing and this is hard to do but this is something I talk about a lot when you have dreams your life changes because what dreams do is they're meant to awaken you not to put you asleep but when you have dreams and you don't have the resources to manifest them then you have to be able to tuck your dream in your heart while you may be doing something you don't want to do to get to the place and the point where you can do what you want to do and that's not easy but you have to keep that dream tucked in your heart you have to say okay I gotta go to this job I gotta do ABC I really don't like it I'm you know maybe it pays money but you don't like what you have to deal with or maybe it doesn't pay pay money you still have to deal with something you don't like it, you got to do what you got to do and God will give you the strength but you keep that dream tucked in your heart and then you say I'm not going to neglect my dream I'm going to work on my dream a little bit at a time so if it means that okay every day I'm going to put aside just an hour set the timer put just just set that timer now and say I'm going to work on this you might be trying to write a book you might be trying to um build your youtube channel you might be trying to start your business whatever it is you might be trying to learn how to cook so you want to bake something learn how to become a uh you know sell your your cakes and your pies and your cupcakes whatever it is set that time always honor yourself and work on your dream and create because god gave you a gift and it is the ability to create and yes, and you know what helped me on my job, just like I'm getting ready to go back to teaching, is because I had a dream at the end of my career, and it was before I left and came back. But at the end of my career, at the time when I was really thinking about leaving teaching, what helped me to stay in teaching was I, my dream. Because I was like, you know what, I got to fund my dream, and so I need to just keep teaching to be able to fund my dream. And that's what your dreams can do. Your dreams can awaken you. They're not, they're not had while you sleep. You go to that job. You know, they say Carly was looking on, they, they did a, a, a thing. They searched her Google and they were able to pull it. And she she had something on there where how do you take money out of the cash register and not be caught? And she was, you know, taking from her employer. And it was because she, I, I could tell I know what the deal, deal was. She just didn't have enough money. But what she could have done, and that's what I'm telling you about creation she might have had to work on that job and continue to live with her parents. I think she lived with her parents and kept her dream tucked in her, but work on the dream. Work on it an hour a day, whatever that was. Take some time to do it. And then what? this is what happens when you really start working on a dream, you feel so good. It is a natural high that goes with 
you working on something you were called to do. And here's the thing, and I had to reconcile this, you may not make a lot of money from it. (laughs) You know, you may not, but when you're creating, it's more about the idea that you've put something out there that is positive, that is uplifting, that is inspirational, that is good. And you have to believe in faith that God honors that. But you put it out there, you create, you put it out there, and then you let him, it's like a seed, you let him water it, fertilize it, keep it growing, and you just let it go. But what makes you feel good is that you're creating, because you were designed to do that, and you're creating something that aligns with the dreams that you have. So you have to create. Create the joy, create the peace. Sometimes the reason why people can't create is because they have not detoxed. They got to get certain things out of them. They got to let go of certain people. They got to let so get, let go of certain thoughts about it. I, you know, I always say that hope and gratitude, those fraternal twins have kept me here for almost 60 years. I make sure that I keep those. Another thing is you can create there's something in us too we have the ability to give and this morning as I was in my devotional mode and I was having my devotion I believe that some people um they block their blessings because they won't help anybody they won't give and I'm not you know if you don't if you only have five dollars you know give 50 cents do something give something if you can only give your time there is an incredible blessing that goes when you give You know, you might be able to write that letter. Write that letter. That helps. Do something to help people and give. Again, you have the ability to create joy, not just for yourself, but for others. And that's the thing that breaks my heart about the Carly Russell situation is that even though she's the center of this story, guess who the other characters? Her parents. Everybody now is going to be looking at them and saying, what y'all do? Because what happens is we are affected by every single thing someone else does around us every single time. And sometimes that effect is greater than others. It's going to be either direct effect or indirect effect. But we are affected by what other people do. And so if they're doing the wrong things, we're affected by that. Just like this story I keep bringing up in the last couple of podcasts, um, the perfect husband, betrayal of the perfect husband. She was out of town, came back home, her husband was sitting in the living room with a warrant for his arrest. That affected her. This lady lost everything. She lost her job. She lost her house. She lost her business. She lost her mind for a second. She spent all her time and energy trying to understand this because she was devastated that the one man that she loved was perverted and he didn't love her and she was trying to figure it out but that's what it is you have a chance to create joy for other people he didn't have to do that carly didn't have to do that because now instead of a dream carly's parents are dealing with a nightmare they're going to have to see their daughter the shame and deal with all that she's going to be at some point she's going to be arrested or she's going to be charged with something because people put man hours on this you know, you can't say you were abducted and you weren't. And, you know, and this is what it looks like now. I'm still hoping there's still this tiny glimmer of hope that maybe, you know, we got it wrong. Maybe she wasn't. I don't know. But my point is, you have the ability to create. 
Use your energy for that. Because let me tell you what will happen in your mind. And I mentioned this and I'm going to keep mentioning it. I think that social media, if you're using it in the wrong way, it can it can have a negative effect on people. It doesn't have to be. It could be a very positive thing. YouTube can be very positive. All this stuff can be very positive. The thing is, is that if you're on social media and you're looking at everybody else's life, because that's what it that's what social there's not really social media. That's what it does. When you're on there, you're looking. You're looking at what people are doing, what they didn't do, what happened. And guess what you're doing when you're on there? Then you're looking at all of it. You're not looking at yourself. You're not building yourself. You're not focusing on yourself. You're not getting anything out of that. You have the ability to create what you want to see. And again, you have to make the effort. You have to step forward. You have to take one step at a time. You got to, you got to, you know, I'm going to tell you something. You got to be connected. You have to turn off everything. You have to get off of the social media. And you got to get on the one that allowed man to make the social media. You got to get off that phone and go to the throne. You got to spend some quality time with the one who made that star. Those stars and the moon and the sun and the planets. The ones we know of and the ones we don't. And you have to really spend some time talking, listening, listening. Have quiet moments where you just listen. And you focus on him and you and you ask him to come in. He's a gentleman. You ask him, you pray, you just thank God. Be grateful. Thank him for something. I know, you know, when I look at the young lady, very beautiful young lady, people say she was well educated. I argue that she was might have been well schooled. Education and schooling is different because anybody who's educated would know every single thing you search on the internet is tracked. Everything that's in your phone, they can go back and find it. And so she wasn't educated. She might have been schooled. And so, and then anybody who didn't, who's not thinking through things is definitely not educated because she didn't think this one through. If she set up this abduction, it was the worst setup ever. It was a lady. She's not the only one to do this. It was a lady that um, faked her abduction and a couple of years ago. And she was gone for a couple of years. <laughs> and she, she, and she was well educated. She figured out how to fake her. And I think she just came out of her abduction. <laughs> Same thing. These people. And, and attention is a need. And you let him pour out his attention on you. Because attention is not what you think it is. We need it. We need affirmation. We need to be heard. We need to be seen. But you got to be careful because if you don't get that in the right way, it can turn into something very, very bad. And that's another thing about social media. You got people, you know, taking 5,000 pictures of themselves, showing things that they really shouldn't show, trying to, you know, get 1,000 likes, 10,000 likes or whatever, because they're saying, hey, look at me. I need affirmation. And really what it is, it's a cry for help. If you need all that, like that, it's really a cry for help. I'm not saying, you know, sometimes, you know, right now, my, my, interaction with social media post something good let it go and we may not get a like but i know people saw it <laughs> and, I, and i know they're gonna try to copy it because you know that's what we do we create and everybody doing it all we see ourselves duplicated. my daughter and i we talk about this we see ourselves duplicated all over so guess what it's that's good though because god is the one that blesses you and that's what you gotta focus on but spend some time and, and don't and be count your blessings you see you can't even create when you're not in a mindset of gratitude count your blessings think about what you have instead of what you don't have think about what you can do instead of what you can't do 
Think about what you can give instead of what you can get. I'm telling you, and it, what it'll do is it will create a joy in you and a peace in you so you can create. You're, you're called to create something, to produce something. You know, when people give this scripture out of the Bible, a lot of times, and it's a scripture that says something about, you know, um, be fruitful and multiply or something like that. People always think of that in terms of a man and a woman having children. But if you really use the Bible in the right way and you read it, because these are stories that were, they, man was not there with a paper and pen when God was making the earth and the men and women and all that, the males and females. So they weren't there. These were stories that men went back and they wrote based on what they thought that was inspired by God, but they wrote these things. But if you really read it in the right way and you pull the lessons from that, being fruitful and multiplying is not just having babies. It is producing something that will make the world better. That will draw people to the most high God. That will draw people to be the best of themselves. Because you can't, if you just produce babies and that's all you do, and they're not getting any spiritual, good spiritual food. And they're not getting anything that will help them to be strong and not kill themselves and others. And ladies and gentlemen, my time is up, Lord. This time goes by fast when you really have a good time. When you're creating, the red light is on. But I want to leave with this. You were called to create. And the best way ever, Lincoln said, Abraham Lincoln said, the best way to determine your future is to create it. And I just want to leave you with that. Peace and blessings. I love you. I pray that your life is a life of productivity and, and all the things you want because you create them, the love, the peace, the joy. You got to get those first before you get the material things in order for you to be, really be able to appreciate them. Take care. Welcome to Bath Out Therapy.